The subconscious mind has a prime directive, which means that it will bring things up to us as we are ready to process them. The brain is so fascinating because we hardly understand it, I feel like. I mean, we understand it a lot and our brains are like a supercomputer. And so the more you learn about it, the more you can have your brain work for you. Welcome to Amplify. We are here to help you own your truth, use your voice, and stand out as the most unapologetically aligned, abundant, and authentic version of you so that you can make a big impact in the world doing what sets your soul on fire. Because you and I, we are meant to stand the F out. I'm your host, Lauren Salon, and I'm a public relations and marketing expert, entrepreneur, speaker, former on-air entertainment host and past professional fitness competitor and health coach. And several times per week, I'll be bringing you epic guest conversations and solo episodes along with the tools, tricks, and tips that you need in order to step into your power, own your purpose, and stand out in the world as the most vibrant version of you. Because I believe that the more you you are in the world, the more successful and fulfilled you will be. So what do you say? Are you ready? Let's get amplified because blending in is bullshit. All right. What's up everyone. And welcome back to another episode of amplify. And today we're going to be talking about somatic healing and the subconscious mind. So a couple of weeks ago, I graduated from a seven month certification program and am now a certified subconscious and somatic healing coach in NLP, which is neuro linguistic programming, EFT, which is also known as tapping or the emotional freedom technique, time techniques, Reiki, fires, somatic coaching, life and success coaching with a trauma informed lens and clinical hypnotherapy. And all this stuff is so freaking cool, you guys. So I started diving into somatic work in 2020 while I was navigating my divorce in order to heal trauma and shift recurring patterns and beliefs that I hadn't been able to change despite my best efforts and with other methods. So somatic means of the body, specifically as separate from the mind, right? So dealing with the body as its own entity and its own like living thing that isn't just like this combined unit with the mind, right? And a lot of somatic healing has to do with working with the nervous system and working with the subconscious mind or unconscious mind. And part of why I dove into that, as I said, is because on a conscious level, I could understand so many things as far as what was getting in my way, what was challenging me, all this kind of stuff. And yet I would see myself making a lot of the same decisions, right. And then taking the same actions and getting the same kind of results, even though I was like, I know better, I know differently, like what the fuck am I doing, dude? Right. And then also knowing that my nervous system, right. I used to struggle with anxiety. I've had small bouts of depression as well. And the body holds a lot of energy. We know this. I've talked about this so many times, but when we experience trauma, stress, something like that, it affects our body and our nervous system, right? So our mind may do the work to overcome it, to 
intellectualize it, to process it, all that kind of stuff. But if we're not also working with our body to process that trauma, that energy, it can stay trapped in our cells, trapped in our nervous system and continue to create problems, create resistance, whatever, right? So many different things. And I spent so much time disconnected from the wisdom of my body. So I spent so much time stuck in my mind, not trusting my intuition, being so stuck in the doing, right? And I know so many of you can relate to this. I used to be so stuck in my wounded masculine energy because I didn't trust my feminine energy. Interestingly enough, I'm a very kinesthetic person, right? I'm a very physical body kind of person. I've done a lot of sports growing up. So very in tune with my body in that way. But that was also from like a very like kind of force kind of way and like power kind of way, not from a calm, quiet, tuning in kind of way, right? That was still in almost a masculine energy kind of way of like push, go, 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 right? So I'm somebody who used to be so stuck in the doing the go, 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 right? And somatic work and unconscious work, it didn't really make sense to my logical brain, right? The part of me that was used to running the show. And for all of us, the logical brain, the conscious brain, that's right. It's the conscious mind for a reason, because that's what we are consciously aware of. But the thing about somatic work is it doesn't have to make sense to work. And for me, in my journey, I had reached a place where what I had been doing right? Stuff that made sense to my brain. It wasn't working, right? I could learn a new system, a new strategy, a new process, all this kind of stuff. And for some reason, I wasn't really feeling that much differently. And I also wasn't seeing different results in my life until I started to do the work to really like unlearn, shed layers, reprogram on a very fundamental somatic level. And so with all of this, I decided to surrender I started to really turn inward. I started to really slow down and allowed myself to unlearn and unravel. And the more somatic work that I did, the more things started to change. The better that I felt, right? In my mind, my body, and my soul, and the better the results were in my life. And one of the things that blows my mind about somatic healing is that it can work so fast. Like this is largely because you're working with the unconscious mind, right? The part that's often running the show. And when you learn how to work with the unconscious mind, the subconscious mind, so much will change because it's like getting cheat codes into your brain. And you know, right? I've been saying that 2024 is the year of me being and living and even working even more in my Oracle energy, in my muse energy. And what a freaking perfect way to bring that intention more to life, like more fully than starting the year with this new accomplishment, right? Like I'm so freaking excited about this. And it has been such a beautiful journey the past seven months in this certification program. I have learned so much more about myself, about how my brain is wired, like all kinds of stuff. I've learned to own more of myself, even more unapologetically. And I've learned to do that from a place of deep, deep love, not from a place of like edginess or angst or like kind of anger or like fuck you-ness, right? I've also reconnected with more of my ancestral lineage, past life energy, 
And I've also released a lot of past life and ancestral energy blocks and trauma. I've been able to set clearer boundaries with myself and with others. I've been able to forgive more, both myself and other people. I also understand the subconscious mind so much more. I've grown in my ability to support my clients. I have deeper trust in myself and deeper connection to my intuition, like so many things. I've also had big breakthroughs around my own past patterns, like being addicted to and comfortable with chaos, right? (laughs) And I've also developed a lot more consistency and patience. I've had big breakthroughs in my relationships. That goes for family, friendships, and romantic relationships. I've learned to own the other parts of myself without carrying shame, which is a huge, huge one. Shame is one of the most, I think, insidious things that sabotages us. I've also learned to work with and appreciate my own unique brain, like, you know, I got a little ADHD complex PTSD going on in there, right? So I've learned to work with and appreciate my unique brain and how my brain works and my unconscious mind in a whole new way, rather than resisting it or feeling like there's something wrong with me, right? Or broken about me. I have also deeply, deeply, deeply expanded my capacity for love. And with this, this new certification, I mean, one of my intentions, as I said, is to really be in my muse, oracle, wild artist, vixen energy, right? To stay in that queen energy. And I'm so excited to see how I get to use this knowledge and experience and this certification and how it will continue to ripple through my life. It already is a big part of what I do in the queendom program. I've been doing a lot more energy healing work with people. It's going to be infused into new products that I will have coming up. It has improved so many of my relationships in so many ways. And I also know that it's going to be such a beautiful gift for my future family, right? My future husband, my future children in the sense that they will get such a more healed whole version of me, a wiser version of me. And I'm so grateful that I've done this before having my own children, you know, because I know that having this in my toolkit, understanding myself this way, the healing that I've done in this way is going to make me such a fucking even better mom than before, you know? And so I'm so grateful. If you are curious about the program that I went through, I would happily, like, I think it's amazing. So reach out to me either by email, DM me on Instagram, and I'm happy to share more about it with you. It's the quantum ripple effect Institute, which is founded and created by Aaron Nicole Porter. Happy to answer any questions that you have. I'll put a link to the program in the show notes as well. And I would say too, if you're curious about working with me in any of these modalities that I mentioned, like I said, NLP, EFT, time techniques, Reiki, biosomatic coaching, life and success coaching with a trauma-informed lens, clinical hypnotherapy, and all of that, as I say, that might sound like, okay, that all sounds interesting. I don't even know what the heck that's for. But if what I shared about my own journey resonates with you as well at all in terms of like kind of knowing the stuff you need to do, but for some reason, not doing it or having patterns that you can't seem to break or stuff in your subconscious, just shit that's in the way, right? Reach out. We can talk about it and we'll see if any of these tools might be a good fit for you. But before we end this episode, I wanted to talk a little bit more about the subconscious mind. So 
I'm going to share a few, like a handful of facts about the subconscious mind with you. And I hope you find some of these interesting. So the subconscious mind has a prime directive, which means that it will bring things up to us as we are ready to process them. The brain is so fascinating because we hardly understand it. I feel like, I mean, we understand it a lot and our brains are like a supercomputer. And so the more you learn about it, the more you can have your brain work for you. And the subconscious mind is also programmed to take the path of least resistance, the path that seems as easy as possible, right? Again, prime directives of the unconscious, right? It wants to take the path of least resistance, which may not be always the path that is best for you, right? So the subconscious mind, one of its jobs is to preserve the body, right? It is here to run the body and kind of run the body like a robot in a sense. So that's why if we can program or unprogram the unconscious mind, the body typically follows. And so the subconscious mind has a blueprint of the body as it is now and of the body in perfect health. And so it's wanting to be in, in perfect health. The subconscious mind also stores our memories, right? Temporal memories in relation to time and the atemporal memories, which are not in relation to time. The subconscious mind is the domain of our emotions. It also organizes all of our memories. It uses a gestalt on our timeline. So it's not super chronological. It's kind of like all there. The subconscious mind represses memories with unresolved negative emotions. So if it hasn't found like a solution to something and it's a negative emotion, it's going to repress that memory because like, well, I don't know how to solve this problem. So let's just like shove it in the back cabinet back there somewhere. The subconscious mind presents repressed memories for resolution in order to release emotions. So when that kind of stuff happens, right, whether it's a trigger or something pops up, it's because your subconscious mind wants the problem to be solved so that it can let go of it. The subconscious mind is symbolic. So it uses and responds to symbols, which is super, super important. And why so many things like hypnosis, meditation, all this visualization work so effectively. The subconscious mind takes everything personally. The basis of perception is projection. The subconscious mind works on the principle of least effort. So like I said, it takes the path of least resistance. The subconscious mind does not process negatives. We've talked about this before on the show. So for example, this is why when we talk about affirmations, I mean, the word affirmation means affirm, mean positive, right? That's why you are, should not do affirmations in the negative. I will not be stressed. I will not be stressed. I will not overspend. I will not overspend. That is not effective for your subconscious mind because like I said, it does not process negative. So the subconscious mind works in absolute value. If you remember that from, I think algebra or something. So for example, let me illustrate this for you. Do not think of an elephant. Did you think of an elephant? Probably. Okay. So that's why when we talk to the subconscious mind, why you do affirmations, why in hypnosis, like all these sorts of things, you want to do it in positive affirming statements, right? Positives, positives, because it does not process the negative. So if you're saying, I won't be stressed, won't be stressed, 
the unconscious mind is thinking stressed, 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 right? Stressed. Okay. I know I'm like drilling that one in, but it's really important. The subconscious mind. And so you may hear me also say subconscious or unconscious, same interchangeable, right? So the subconscious mind may keep repressed emotions repressed in order to protect you. The subconscious mind is highly moral, highly moral. And it's the part of you that holds like the morality that you were taught and the morality you accepted. The subconscious mind enjoys serving and it needs clear orders to follow. So the subconscious mind is really obedient. It's not trying to like undermine you. It is simple and obedient and operates kind of like a robot and then tells the body what to do. But the thing is, because it's subconscious, unconscious, right? We're so unaware of it. Most people don't know how to work with it in order to then program themselves, right? Next up, the unconscious mind controls and maintains all perceptions, both regular and telepathic, and it transmits those perceptions to the conscious mind. Your subconscious generates and stores, excuse me, and distributes all energy. Your unconscious mind maintains intrinsics and generates all of your habits. Your unconscious mind needs repetition until a habit is installed. The quicker you can install a habit, the better. So again, path of least resistance. The subconscious mind is programmed to continually seek more and more, right? This idea that there's always more to discover, more to discover, more and more, 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 right? The unconscious mind also functions best as a whole integrated unit. It does not need parts to function. And another way to kind of think of this is the conscious mind, or to think of all this, the conscious mind is often called the goal setter, while the unconscious mind is the goal getter, right? So if your conscious mind and your unconscious mind are not aligned, didn't mean for that to run, then it's going to be very challenging to accomplish your goals. So all of that, I hope you learned a little something about the subconscious mind, a little something about somatics. Again, when we talk about subconscious and unconscious, that is of the body, of the nervous system, of the, you know, not the conscious mind. And again, it's such powerful, powerful work. And if you're curious about working with me in this capacity, email me, slide into the DMs, ask me some questions. Would love to share. Would love to see if this kind of work in any of these modalities would be supportive for you. All right, we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode and if you know of somebody else who is bold, successful, and unapologetically owning their unique magic while they make a big impact in the world, please send them my way. And it would also mean the world to me if you help me get this message out to as many listeners as possible. So if you liked what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you would please take 30 seconds to leave a five-star rating write a quick review and share this episode with your friends. Be sure to tag me so that I can say thank you. And until the next episode, keep showing up, keep using your voice and keep being you because the world needs more of your magic. Yeah.